Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Straight Fire. It's me, Jason McIntyre. Tuesday, January 19th. Hope everybody had a good MLK Monday. I enjoyed it. If you went to my Instagram, you saw I uh, went on a morning hike. Clear my head after a brutal NFL gambling weekend. Obviously, it's a big week in America. I know it's going to be stressful. Um, I hope everybody can have a clear mind, get out in nature, uh, just relax, take some deep breaths. We will get through this. And I want to start with, you know, there's a couple things percolating in the sports world. I'm going to get to this Ben Simmons chatter in a moment, but I have to start with an interesting story developing in Kansas City. Obviously, the AFC Championship game is hinging upon the return of Pat Mahomes from his evaluation. Now, why am I using the word evaluation? Because if you listen closely, Andy Reid and the Chiefs have not used the word concussion since Mahomes left the game Sunday afternoon. It is really weird and interesting, and the KC media is slowly starting to pick it up. The gambling market hasn't totally picked it up. They all think, based on what Andy Reid's saying and the media's reporting, that Pat Mahomes is going to play. 
And it sounds like he's a go, so the Chiefs are favored by three. But if you look closely, folks, um, I, I listen, I'm not trying to make a mountain out of a molehill, but there is something here. Andy Reid has not said the word concussion. They're not going there. They refuse to call it a concussion. Andy Reid will just say, he's in protocol. And, you know, he was running in the tunnel after the injury, and I'm leaving it to the uh, doctors and the training staff and all that. And he hasn't said the word concussion. And if you look closely, apparently the final straw is an independent doctor, not affiliated with the team or the player, but jointly agreed upon by the league and the NFLPA. Why is that? Well, that's obvious. Because you don't want a team forcing a player out there, right? And you don't want a player trying to get back out there when he ain't ready. And that's going to have to be the final step. Listen, brain injuries are tricky. And it's clear as day to anybody who watched the hit Pat Mahomes took when his head slammed to the ground in the third quarter against the Browns. He got up wobbly. And the Chiefs are starting to get the word out that, oh, well, it wasn't really a concussion. He was just like rattled. I mean, it's, I, I don't know, folks. I'm not trying to be too negative, Nancy, here. I obviously want Patrick Mahomes to play. I want him to be fine. But the mere fact that Andy Reid hasn't said the word concussion and the Chiefs are not using that word at all, and they're just saying the word, oh, he's in protocol, he's going to get through the protocol, blah, 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 he's going to be good, we think he's going to be good to go, we hope he's ready. I'm not saying the Chiefs are cutting corners. I'm not blaming anybody on anything. Uh, I'm just saying they downgraded him to out during the game, and all you heard Sunday night and Monday was, hey, he's fine, he passed the second test, um... He was running around in the tunnel. Like, they're saying, basically, Pat Mahomes didn't have a concussion. They're trying to build up a case, it sounds like to me at least, that, hey, man, Mahomes is going to be fine. And you just wonder where this is headed. Again, it's going to take several days. And if Mahomes is out, it's bad for the Chiefs. It's bad for the league. It's bad for fans. I mean, no disrespect to Chad, anything is possible, but I don't want to see a 35-year-old game who hasn't started a football game that has any meaning, and I'm not counting the Week 17 spot start a couple weeks back. Um, I'm not, I, don't, I don't want to see Chad Henney start a playoff game, okay? He's never started a playoff game in his career, and don't think because he showed well for a couple plays against the Cleveland Browns that he's going to go out there and beat the Buffalo Bills in the AFC title game. Um, I, I don't want to even see that. Now, I did see a story where if Henny is ruled the quarterback, this line, which is currently uh, Chiefs by three, will swing to Bills two and a half, to anywhere from Bills two and a half to Bills seven. You know, that would basically say Patrick Mahomes worth about 10 points to the spread. That might be low when you look at the drop-off from Pat Mahomes to Chad Henny thing is possible. Chad Henny, of course, former Miami Dolphins quarterback. I know him as a Jets guy. He is what he is. He he is a backup quarterback, um, and you don't want to have to start him if you're the Kansas City Chiefs. So I, I don't know. It's just something worth monitoring. Obviously, Brady and um, Aaron Rodgers needs no introduction. We don't. Uh, we're going to spend days on these games uh, leading up to Sunday. So I'm not going to really dive into anything there. Really, nothing to say. I, I would say the only fallout on the NFC side is. There is some chatter out there about, holy cow, the New Orleans Saints' path going forward is extremely ugly. They are up against it in the cap. 
Um, at this rate, they're probably going to have to start Taysom Hill at quarterback next year. This idea that, you know, somebody give Jameis a look, maybe make him a backup quarterback, like, I don't see, I, why would he stay in New Orleans unless he thinks he can win the starting job and on a really tiny salary? Um, I'm sure he'd rather be a backup somewhere uh, for more money than that, but we'll see what happens. But just structurally, the Saints are in trouble. And just keep an eye, all I'll say is keep an eye on Michael Thomas and New Orleans. Um, it, it's not going well behind the scenes. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. All right, let's get quickly to the NBA and a story that kind of has flown under the radar. So everybody was all excited. The Nets trade for James Harden and, you know, Briefly to go off topic, James Harden was very good once again uh, on Monday night in a big game against the Bucks. the MLK schedule. You know, listen, it, it was okay. It wasn't a great MLK basketball schedule day. Um, Nets and Bucks was a good one. It didn't totally feel like a Eastern Conference Finals. It probably will end up being that. We'll see about the Sixers. Uh, Giannis had a good game, 34-12-7. and seven. But I'm sorry, Giannis going head-to-head against James Harden and Kevin Durant, I don't know if Giannis is winning many of those. Then you throw Kyrie Irving into the mix, and it's like, whoa. So Harden had 34-12-6. KD, 39, 30 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, and the Nets win by 2. But I, th- I really think the big story is what's going on, what, what's going on behind the scenes, this Rockets-Sixers stuff. It is really starting to sound like Tillman, and I'm going to butcher his name again, the owner of the Rockets, the billionaire, Tillman Fertitta, really screwed over the Philadelphia 76ers. And it all goes back to the Daryl Morey situation. Yes, the Daryl Morey departure. Because remember, Daryl Morey was like, ah, I'm going to need some, I need some time off. I just kind of want to get away, reset, blah, blah, blah. And then like two weeks later, he's, <laughs> you know, running the 76ers. Um, so according to the Philadelphia Inquirer, big weekend for the Inquirer, huh? I mean, they had that Carson Wentz story. We touched on it. It's ugly. We touched on it on Monday's podcast if you missed that. But this situation, uh, according to the Inquirer, was the Rockets owner just did not want to make a deal with the Sixers because of Maury. And, of course, the owner was asking for the world. He wanted, ah, give me Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thibel, draft picks, and Sixers are like, come on, we're not doing that. Get out of here. Um, and according to the Inquirer, the Rockets never called back the 76ers for a counteroffer when they had the, uh, you know, the four-team deal sending Harden to the Nets. They just ap- apparently strung them along, and the owner of the Rockets was basically saying, listen, I want to screw these guys up as much as possible. Um, let me drive a wedge between Ben Simmons, the GM, Joel Embiid, everybody. And if you're Ben Simmons now, and Ben Simmons is on my and my son's fantasy basketball team, and yes, I'm monitoring his developments, he ain't playing well, you know? And obviously a lot is wearing on you uh, during the process where you may or may not be traded. And Ben Simmons, is it, it almost feels like he's thrown up his hands as if to say, listen, I'm done with this whole whose team is it and beads are mine. Like, Simmons has kind of thrown up his hands. Remember, uh, when they went to the Eastern Conference semis and lost to the Raptors on that prayer by Kawhi Leonard from the corner in Game 7, the one at the buzzer, still one of the craziest shots I've ever seen to win a series. Um, ben Simmons was phenomenal that year. Now, Joel Embiid was excellent, but Simmons was off the charts. And, you know, last year, eh, 
they 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 just it felt like that it was a ticking time bomb. No Jimmy Butler, no JJ Redick. The coach was an issue, and and then you know this year the whole Harden trade, and it almost feels like Simmons is kind of shrugging his shoulders, like, hey man, they were gonna trade me. They don't love me here. I don't know where I'm gonna end up. It it just he just looking at him, he doesn't look like he has like the confident Ben Simmons from two years ago, where I really thought he was ascending to be a top 10, 12 player in the league. You know, I've always been on the uh, Simmons train against Embiid. Nothing against Embiid. He just refused to play back-to-backs. The injury history, I was I would have rather built around Ben Simmons than Embiid, even though Embiid's a really, really good player. You say something like that, and people are instantly like, oh, gosh, you hate Joel Embiid. No, I don't hate him. Come on. Um, but this situation with Simmons now is, oh, well, they were going to trade me for James Harden, and does that mean they're not trading me anywhere now? Or am I on the table for, I don't know, Bradley Beal? Would they? Would they trade me for Bradley Beal? Because, frankly, right now, the Washington Wizards stink, and Bradley Beal with Embiid and Seth Curry and some of the other, uh, you know, secondary pieces they have on that Sixers team, Bradley Beal would be incredible. And if you really want to look at it, Bradley Beal's a, I mean, he's doing great numbers as a number one in Washington. What would he do as a two with Embiid around him? I mean, Bradley Beal would be off the charts dangerous. I, I, I like the Sixers either way, but I'm trying to get into the Ben Simmons mindset if he feels like it's a fait accompli that he's not going to be there long term. And he's the guy that's going to get dealt. We know Daryl Morey does not like to stand pat. If it wasn't now for Simmons, is it going to be at the trade deadline? Is it going to be in the offseason? Like, when is it going to happen? It almost feels inevitable that this Doc Rivers, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons trio ain't going to last. And they're not firing Doc Rivers after one year. I'll tell you that. They are probably going to give this one year, see what Doc Rivers can do. Now, Doc Rivers has said he loves... Ben Simmons a ton. And again, Ben Simmons kind of players don't come along in the draft all the time. So the Rockets can get four number one picks. They might be 17, 25, 29, 12, whatever. You ain't getting Ben Simmons combined with all four of those. The odds of that happening are very slim. And I'm just, I'm going to monitor it. The Sixers had a game canceled due to COVID uh, this weekend. And they are currently nine and five third in the East behind the Celtics, who are about to take a swan dive here. Still uh, Tatum, and he has his COVID issue. Kemba Walker is on the verge of playing, but he's not there. And the Bucks, you know, just just went down to the Nets. Those two, the Nets will be on the come up uh, in the East. But again, it's way too early to get too excited about uh, anything going on in the East. I will say this. Keep an eye on this Trey Young situation with John Collins. I, I touched on it on my radio show Saturday, if you guys listen to that podcast. The Athletic had a deep dive into a film session where John Collins went off on Trey Young and was like, yo, this ain't working. You know, you need to do this and get us involved. And Trey Young was kind of taken aback. Like, it's his team. They gave up uh, Luka Doncic for Trey Young, you know, before the, before the uh, draft or during the draft or whenever it was, right before the draft. And so Trey Young came out the next game and basically pouted his way through like a two for 12 shooting and just was moping around. And listen, they did connect a lot on MLK Day in an easy win over one of the worst teams in the league in the Timberwolves. But 
Just watch that. If things go sideways, the blame is going to be on Trey Young. Now, the team is not shipping him anywhere. They'd probably ask the head coach first. But John Collins did not sign an extension with the Hawks. He wants big money. He's going to be gone in this offseason. If I'm the Hawks, I look to ship John Collins around the deadline to somebody that may want to extend him. Um, what can you get in return? I don't know. Hawks also drafted a couple, uh, uh, the big kid on you. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
and Stan Weiju over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Onyeka, Onyeka Okongwu from USC, who I like a lot. He just started playing, coming back from an injury. So we'll monitor that, but uh, that's enough of the NBA for now. I want to go back, sorry to bounce around, but I want to go back to the NFL for two notes. So today, the Atlanta Falcons are going to introduce Arthur Smith as the new head coach in the ATL. He, of course, was the OC of the Tennessee Titans. And he's a 38-year-old guy. He hasn't been an OC that long. And I think the interesting comp here is Matt LeFleur in Green Bay. Okay, you had a young coach, offensive-minded guy, goes to a team that has had success in the not-too-distant past. Atlanta has. They went to the Super Bowl, of course, choked away a 28-3 lead against the Patriots. And he's going in with, listen, a really good quarterback and a good supporting cast. Now, LeFleur was able to take that to the next level pretty quickly. They went NFC title game last year. They're back in the NFC title game this year. They might win the Super Bowl in year two with LaFleur. The big difference, of course, and I can hear you shouting it into the into the uh, podcast. What, Jason, are you comparing Aaron Rodgers to Matt Ryan? Are you doing that? Aaron Rodgers is a domineering presence, okay? I I did a panel, I think about four years ago, with a former Packers player. And before I'm on the panel, you know, uh, they flew me out to New York City. I am on the panel. Then you go back in like the green room and I'm hanging out with a former Packers player. Of course, I'm asking him, yo, what was it like with Rodgers? And this guy just starts unloading on, oh my gosh, Rodgers was the biggest jerk of all time. I was a rookie and, you know, as a rookie, you don't want to step out of pocket. You expect the quarterback, leader of the team to make you feel welcome and Aaron Rodgers like would not acknowledge him, not even like a head nod, not even a what's up, hey, Rook, how you, nothing. To the point where this rookie had to then go in to the coaches and be like, does Aaron Rodgers hate me? What's going on? Like, I feel weird. I don't feel comfortable. You guys drafted me. You believe in me. Aaron Rodgers won't even talk to me. They had to, the Packers, mediate Aaron Rodgers and this rookie. They had to set aside time every week I don't know whether it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, where they would just sit there and talk. And I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is a jerk. This perception from the rookie was, man, Aaron Rodgers ain't friendly. He's walking around the halls. He's not even acknowledging me. He's not even saying hi. Who does that? You're a young kid out of college. Is that the move of a leader? And then he said we mediated and it was fine. Like we would just hang out in a room and talk and it was like, oh, this is normal. But... That's the kind of guy Rodgers is. He's a gruff dude. A little rough around the edges. And LaFleur was going into a tough spot, compounding matters after the 13-3 and season. They went out and drafted a quarterback in the first round. Aaron Rodgers' response, oh, that's funny. I'm going to win the MVP of this league. I'm going to throw a billion touchdown passes, and I'm going to take us on my back, and we're going to go to the NFC title game again. Go draft a quarterback. Good for You guys do that. It's funny. I compared that Aaron Rodgers this season to, do you guys remember those strongman competitions on ESPN where 
you would have this like hulking guy like the size of a refrigerator wrap a rope around his waist and he would tow like a Mack truck, right? He would get down in like the, the runner stance and oh, grunt and get up and he would tow a Mack truck or an 18 wheeler or whatever. Aaron Rodgers is the hulking strongman towing, just carrying the Green Bay Packers right now. That's how good Rodgers is. Honestly, even if you're not a huge football fan, I urge you, watch the replay of Packers-Rams. You can find it on YouTube. It's a condensed version. And just watch the domination from Rodgers. The confidence. The brains. He's just the total package. And as difficult as the situation it was for Lafleur going in there, they've been pretty good. You know, I don't I don't know what their relationship's like. I mean, if you're LaFleur, you just ride and cut Rogers' coattails. You're not trying to ruffle any feathers. This guy knows what he's doing. I will just try to navigate the locker room and make sure everybody else is cool. Let's get back to Arthur Smith, the Falcons coach. What's his situation? He goes into Atlanta with kind of a team that was on, you know, again, they went to the Super Bowl. But Matt Ryan is not the domineering quarterback. And I'm talking personality-wise. I don't. Maybe the word bully is too strong, but Matt Ryan's nothing like that. He's a much more cerebral, quiet, friendly leader. Okay. My issue with Arthur Smith, and I think what the biggest challenge will be, is, and this is no secret, but his father is the founder of FedEx. So Arthur Smith, who's 38, probably has a trust fund, and he's going to be a billionaire one day. His father is a billionaire. So there's a really, really good chance that Arthur Smith is going to be extremely, ridiculously wealthy. And you could argue, and I'm sure some people would, man, why is Arthur Smith even doing this? I would just get a business with my dad and ride them coattails. And I think that speaks to Smith, who I don't know, I've never met, never interviewed. I'm shocked that this guy is where he is. A lot of these guys born on third base, you know, football, they're not handing out anything. They're not handing out head coaching jobs to the son of a billionaire who runs FedEx. Arthur Smith is a fascinating figure to me. I don't know that much about him. There isn't a ton out there on him. I want to know what his upbringing was like. What what was this guy like growing up? I mean, did he act like he was born on third base with a silver spoon in his mouth? Did he? That ain't going to go over well in a locker room where 70% of the league is African-American. And a lot of these guys came from impoverished backgrounds. How I, I really am curious how Arthur Smith is going to go over in the ATL. Um, pretty good young offensive mind. I didn't think he had a good game against the Ravens, but whatever, that's one game in a, in a body of work that says he's done really well with Ryan Tannehill. Um, so we'll see what happens with Arthur Smith. I don't have a best bet here, but I do want to wrap up the podcast with one note. So I put this tweet out. Of course, uh, as I went hiking, uh, I was listening to uh, a financial advisor. I listened to a couple financial advisor podcasts. Um, and for whatever reason, I got off on this tangent about numbers. Um, and I was looking at later on Monday, I was looking at the football outsiders numbers. And this struck me as just stunning. Okay. We're in an era right now where it's an offensive NFL. This is why I've been saying the Jets should have hired an offensive guy. I don't have issues with Salah. I'm going to root for him. I think he's going to do fine. The reason I think offensive coaches are so in demand is what happens when you look at the football outsiders' stats. And again, we're not in 1994, guys. 
we don't look at total yards as an offensive metric. We don't look at points per game as an offensive metric. That's lazy and just irrelevant. In an era where there's so much information, don't use that kind of info. It just it gets you nowhere, okay? Those are antiquated numbers. Yards per game does not take into account blowouts, opponents, all, all that stuff. All that is put into the Football Outsiders formula, okay? And I had the creator of Football Outsiders, Aaron Schatz, on a podcast during the season. Maybe we'll get him on in the offseason again. But take a look at the Green Bay Packers, okay? Football Outsiders has them in the number one offense in the league, the most efficient offense in the NFL. There's no doubt about that watching, okay? But if you look at total yards, well, Packers are only fifth behind the Vikings. Like, what does that mean? Why are you using total yards? And the same applies to the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs are number two in offensive DVOA, most of, the second most efficient offense in the NFL. But if you look at points per game, oh, the Chiefs are only sixth. And their offense is really, really good, but it's not elite. Trust me. Trust the football outsiders' numbers. When I started to improve my gambling on the NFL a few years ago, Football Outsiders DVOA metrics was one of the biggest keys. Um, And this is my big overlying point here. Football Outsiders ranks all the 32 offenses, okay? The number one offense, Green Bay Packers. Number two, Kansas City Chiefs. Number three, Tampa Bay Bucks. Number four, Tennessee. Number five, Buffalo Bills. Four of the five best offenses in the league this season are left in the playoffs. Now let's look at the defensive stats. Tampa Bay, fifth in defense. They are left. Buffalo, 12th in defense. Green Bay, 17th in defense. Kansas City, 22nd in the league in defense. One behind my New York Jets. And now I'm obligated to reference the Jets in every single podcast in some way, shape, or form. But the larger point, guys, see the forest through the trees. The league is geared toward offense. The quarterbacks come in the league having studied and played seven-on-seven drills. Quarterbacks go into college and the NFL playing so much more football at quarterback than ever before. These guys are doing seven-on-seven at like 11 years old. They know the position so well. The offensive skill position players have gotten ridiculously good. Players are bigger, faster, stronger. You can't run the football and expect to win in the NFL. Running helps. Yeah, that's great. But you've got to pass to win all the numbers. And Warren Sharp is big on this. You need to be passing on first down to be successful in the NFL. Because if you run for three yards on first down, you now have second and seven. And guess what the defense knows is coming? You're going to pass. You don't want to be in third and five, third and six, third and six. You want the short yardage. So you pick up eight on first down with a pass. Boom, you're in great shape. And passing is what the smart teams are doing. And offense is what's carrying the day here in the NFL. So when you hear me prattle on and get upset about the Jets going for a defensive coach, I want to see what they are on offense. Now they're bringing uh, the 49ers passing game coordinator, I believe it is, um, LaFleur's brother, he's going to run the Jets offense. So I'm not totally out on it. I'm just saying the numbers don't lie. Four of the five best offenses in the NFL are left in the playoffs. One of the top 10 defenses is left, and that's Tampa Bay. 
which, by the way, benefited greatly from four Saints turnovers. Um, so, and again, this is not a knock. Defense doesn't matter. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you want a great offense consistently in the league. Defense can be flighty year to year. Go look, through, look at the Chicago Bears. This is another big football outsider thing. Defense year to year is high variable. It can You could go from 1 to 15. You can go from 2 to 20. Okay? Just remember, last year, Jets' defense was awesome. Top 5, top 7 unit in the league. They fell to 21. Go look at the Bears The first when they made the playoffs with uh, Nagy. I think the defense was number 1 in the NFL. What happened in the next year? Oh, they didn't force a million turnovers? They plummeted. They were like 12th or something, 15th. They didn't even make the playoffs. Defense here and there. Offense, because of the continuity of the quarterback. Like, Offense rules the NFL right now. Um, I hope I didn't just give away my my picks for uh, championship weekend. We're still far away, and obviously, is not both. I just like one. If you guys watched Talk the Line on Monday with Colin and Carissa, um, you know, I basically said my favorite pick so far of the weekend. Obviously, you can't do anything with the Mahomes game not knowing his status. So, all right, that wraps up today's podcast. We will be back tomorrow. Special guest joining the pod. Should be a fun one. We'll talk to you then. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 